podcast at Ground Zero is presented to you by the Apocalypse. Because without the Apocalypse we wouldn't be doing this show. Friends of the Apocalypse, this is Podcast Act Round Zero, your home for the Apocalypse for Episode 90, Black Summer Season 2. I am the Apocalypse Nerd, he is Adam Baumglancy. Welcome to the Wastelands. Well, right. we, have, we have got a good one for you this week, kids. Oh, this yes. Is, oh, so, this is Tasty Tasty Apocalypse. I finished first, uh, Scott finished uh, recently. Black Summer 2. Now, we did review Black Summer when it first came out, uh, so mm-hmm. an earlier episode, I don't know, a few few episodes ago, because, you know, there was a... <laughs> it might be years ago, the way we're going. Uh, yeah, there was a little bit of a time span between um, episodes. Well, you know what, I think Black Summer, well, you know, it might have been... Well, it was in the 70s, I think, so we're not too bad, but... Um, so that came out a while ago, uh, so... They came out with a second season, Black Summer. Now, we both really enjoyed the first season, Black Summer. And uh, I could say the same thing with second season. Really yeah. enjoyed Black Summer 2. Season, Black yeah. Summer Season 2. So, yeah. it, the, the first Black Summer, just to, to recap, the, the basic thing to say is it took all the fun out of the zombie apocalypse and made it into a horror movie again in a way that I was not expecting. Very, very, very impressed. But here's the interesting thing about that. The Black Summer series is set in the... This is coming from the the guys who created it. It's set in the same universe as Z Nation. Which is goofy. Is the goofy zombie apocalypse, okay? Mm-hmm. Because that came out, uh, you know, after, you know, The Walking Dead became popular. And, you know, because The Walking Dead was super serious... So they want to take it a little lighthearted. So it's it's set, it is technically set in the same universe because I think they were in. I watched the first I don't know season or so of uh, Z Nation. It wasn't. I mean, it wasn't terrible. It was just very goofy. But I think they they referred to the event that started the that started the zombie apocalypse as the Black Summer in Z Nation. So that's where they mm-hmm. got the name from. So I don't know if it's just name alone that's the connection, and they just and so they said, oh well, it's in the same universe then, but. It's kind of not because it's set. It's very different in tone. Because the guy had said that you know it's like yeah, this tone as it's go as the zombie apocalypse is happening is a lot more serious. But Z Nation takes place years like I think it takes place years later. They said and you know things got weird and that's true. But I kind of in my head don't keep it in the same universe. It's not, it is not in the same yeah, universe. The total me. differences are so massive, not to mention the way they present their story. Z Nason does not present their episodes the way that black summer presents their episodes because black summer is not married to a completely linear storytelling. No uh, uh, structure. 
It's not. And from what I read, and it makes perfect sense, is because you know when you're watching the episodes, like they're they're short segments. Number one, usually a couple minutes each, um, mm-hmm. and it'll be it'll make a noise. You'll see a name, a title, like you know, I don't know, uh, the alley, and mm-hmm. then it'll tell that story over over the course of two to ten minutes or whatever whatever that time frame is, and then it'll stop, and then there'll be another title, you know, the car. And it'll whatever five six minutes because they said that they structured they purposely structured the telling of the story like a book, and each one of those little segments is a chapter in the book, and it makes sense is because it ju- it jumps all over the place because it's just like reading a book like you'll be reading about this thing but then hey they refer back to this thing and then they go to this thing and then they come circle back around to that thing it's it's structured like a book and I'm like you know what yes. That's exactly what it is. Now, a buddy of mine watched it, hates the format like that. He hates that it breaks it up and they show the same thing three times. He's like, I don't need to see the same thing three times. Like, well, it's it's from different angles, from different people's perspective, like, and, like a and, story in a book. And in this one, this season, they open up with a quote-unquote ambush. And you see it in one, you see it one way, and you have one idea of what's going on, and then you—they sh- showed it from the other pers- the, the other side of the ambush, and I'm like, oh my god, this is not what I thought was happening, you know. And it was really—I thought it was great the way that I thought I understood who the good guys, the bad guys, or whatever. Of course, the whole story is so murky that it's really hard to pick out who the good guy. Who's a good guy and who's a bad guy? People are the good guy and the bad guy, depending on the circumstances. It's so you know? gray. It is so gray. Yeah. Um, well, and that's the thing about it too is, uh, well, also just so folks know, it's 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 eight episodes. Uh, just as a side note, it's eight episodes, uh, just like the first season. So you have eight episodes to get through, and uh, and they're like forty-seven to thirty-four minutes long. They're about that range. Yeah, it's like thirty-five to forty-five, depending. Um, and also, folks, uh, spoiler alert. We're going to try not to be too spoil- spoilery as much mm-hmm. as possible, but we're going to leak stuff through. So just just be prepared. If you haven't watched it yet, uh, you know, maybe maybe tune out until you've watched it. Um, but we're, we're, we're not going to – we're going to try not to, but we're going to we're gonna dump some stuff, obviously. But, oh, yeah, I love seeing it at the different angles. And I love I, – again, I love that format of, like, telling it like a book, you know. Something um, else about it. It's quiet. It, there's the, the amount of dialogue is not super huge, and I found that if I didn't, if I tried to do something else, I've got the internet going or some shit, I lose everything. I have to watch Black Summer riveted to the screen, watching everything that's happening. Because if I if I let my attention drift, the people who made this made visual storytelling, and so. They won't have somebody say, I'm upset. They'll just show you their reactions. People will just be what they are and then, you know, act on it or whatever. And so oh, there, there's a lot of this that takes place, especially later on when they're at the hotel, that there's no yes. dialogue. It's all just sounds and sights telling mm-hmm. the story, you know, um, and it's creepy as fuck. 
you know, not yeah. here, not like no, well, because again, there's no people, but also people are being quiet because they don't want to he- hear the fucking zombies. And and the thing, oh, to circle back to that first uh, ambush, that firefight, holy fuck, dude! It was like. Like, the fight's going bad for either side, but it gets worse as people are getting shot. Because in this universe, when you die, it is an insta-fucking-zombie. It's like, within seconds, they're up. Less than seconds. Because, remember, there's a scene where someone is shot in the chest with a shotgun. They fall forward, and they catch themselves on the edge of the table. They haven't even hit the ground yet. They kind of, like, stiff-armed the table, locked their elbow... And they went from, oh, I'm shot, to immediately their head snapped up and they're a zombie. They were dead before they hit the ground, and they turned. And I was like, oh, my God, fucking hell. Shooting people does not improve the situation. Holy shit, it is bad. Oh, that whole, fight, the- that whole firefight, like, it's like they're fighting these other people, and then they're fighting zombies that they're creating on top of that i was like what the fuck yeah yeah, there are no zombies around at the start of the firefight and they're just manufacturing them during the firefight if someone's wounded and is gasping out their last somebody has to run over and headshot them or beat them in the head or they will be up and they will be biting and infecting and killing people and they the these zombies boy they're a threat the the quickness of which they turn the full speed zombie Scared the shit out of me. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. And they're they're the full-speed zombie, which, again, you know, we've had the debate and people many times, fast versus slow zombies. And, you know, I'm not as, again, I am not uh, against uh, fast zombies like I was years ago. I was more of a purist. But, again, we've had this discussion and logically make, fast zombies make sense to me now. You know, like after seeing it, you know, they're, you know, people are like, oh, they're superhuman and this. No, they're not. They're just us. With no limitations. Yeah, with no pain receptors. No limitations. Yeah, they're going face first through a window, and it's like, oh, I have a piece of glass stuck in my eye. I don't care. I just don't care. I have no pain receptors. I've broken all the bones in my hand. Whatever. They just, yeah, they, they don't get tired. Their feet don't hurt. Yeah, that's bad. That's super bad news. And it seems superhuman, but it's just the human body with no pain receptors and you know no it's no limits no limits well yeah because we see that as the example there's uh, a part where uh because it's okay it's not in the summer anymore it definitely it's become it's 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 winter it's the beginning of winter and uh there's snow it's cold in this these people are going up into the mountains and the higher up they get the colder it gets and we do see that uh, we've talked about this before, and they paid attention. You know, you know, cold zombies don't move so fast because they're 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 getting the, the meat. The meat. The meat is frozen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they did do that. They didn't shy away from that. One of the problems is when they're killing people fresh, they still when they've just killed somebody, they're still at ninety eight point six. They haven't even had time to cool down yet. So, son of a bitch, they're still warm enough to move, and they're all wearing winter clothes to hold their body heat in. So, it takes a long time for the cold to stop a zombie when they're bundled up and they're freshly dead. And they don't stop, because there's, like, in part of in the series, there's, like, a guy who's trying to get away from, like, 
he's like he's got like a hurt leg or something. He's trying to get away from a zombie that's basically crawling after him. And this goes on for like like two days, and he's like just trying to stay ahead of this thing because this thing is not stopping. You know? Yeah. They 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 make the zombies' uh, relentlessness, you know, a really just a, a really brutal point. Um, the of course the humans are just as relentless, and I got to tell you, um, one of the things I was really interesting about this latest one is there's a there's sort of three groups in the story there's some of the main characters from first season who yeah, are yeah, we, yeah we have uh basically we have um well i think it's the same people at the end in the yeah. stadium it's the yes. woman the rose, woman the woman uh with her child rose and anna and spears spears but then there's also uh the the asian woman oh, son son who didn't speak english or mm-hmm. one or two words yes they are right, they are still in this but in the story they you know they eventually are not together anymore so yes. that's why you wind up with these different stories and the thing is you don't know that they're not you know it again it's like a book and it's kind of jumps around and it's interesting to see where and how uh things happen you, you, know. you see them separated before you see how they get separated. And and so there's that group. And then there's another group that's 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 sort of run by this ex-cop named Ray Nazari. Officer Ray Nazari. And he's got this group of these like survivalist looking guys. There's a lot of older guys in their 50s and 60s. His team looks mostly white. A lot of beards. A lot of survivalist gear. I thought they were going to turn out to be white supremacists, but I never heard anybody say Mm-mm. any racist bullshit while they were doing their shit, which sort of, which I was kind of, you know, happy about that. This was not even a factor at this point in how horrible things were. Um, that whatever they were, whatever they started out as, they're just humans trying to stay alive at this point. So there's his team of these kind of, classic survivalist types they look like survivalists or maybe some ex-military you know like older ex-military folks who like because like these guys knew you could they presented them saying that you knew they they knew what they were doing they're a smaller group but you could see them using the hand signals and shit and they sort of worked like they had practiced or at least they had ever been they worked like they had been in a team before yeah. So you're right. It really looked like ex-military, ex, uh, or at least maybe again, maybe guys who were militia guys who practiced together. And the other group is just like a group of urban raiders, people who've come together to steal goods and, and find supplies as a group, right? And but but they're, but, 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 they're, but they're even as a group, they're not even really together. You know, like yeah. there, there's a lot of infighting and a lot of like fuck you. You know, <laughs> yeah. They're they're barely led, but they they're kind of led by a character named Mance, uh, this uh, this African American guy who I would like to give immense credit for for being possibly the most zombie killingest guy in the whole series, because holy shit, that's an amazing ending. We'll just leave it at that. Check it out. Um, but he ends up with you know uh, various characters in his group, and these three groups were all maneuvering around this this kind of weird thing this 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 airplane that keeps flying over and dropping supplies and sometimes people are fighting over the supply drops but also 
everyone wants to know where the airplane came from and can it get them out of there if it's dropping supplies are the supplies coming from a safe place is there an area that's secure how can they get to the aircraft how can they find the the airfield it's operating from and that sort of dominates everything that's happening is these groups oh want to get to the airfield and there's not going to be enough room for everybody on the plane well, and that was the fantastic thing when we first became aware of the airplane was this uh the beginning this battle is going on you know yep. they're shooting at each other people are dying zombies then all of a sudden you hear an airplane everybody stops yes every single one of the people stop and they all just kind of look up and watch it go by and then once it goes and then once it's gone just right back to what they were doing. Yeah, then, yeah, exactly. I, I, that was a great moment where it was like, there's airplanes? I mean, there are still airplanes? Holy shit, you know? And yeah, the, 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 the different groups were interesting to me because there are some terrible people in each, each group, but the groups as a whole are not terrible. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? There's, there's bad actors and bad individuals but no, one each group is not like uh, a, everything's gray. It's all murky and gray. Everyone's doing their best not to get killed by zombies and survive, and you know to to get out of this. And so it 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 was. I thought it was fascinating. Um, you know that uh, that it was so. The show didn't pick a side, even when it comes to our main characters, who do some unbelievably horrible ruthless shit during this story oh they really do oh they do and there's this one okay folks i am spoiling this so i'm letting you know if you want to like pop skip over this the next couple of seconds i am spoiling this one bit okay folks there's a scene where a woman and a man are running from a, a one or was it, I forget if it was one or two zombies. They're running and they're they're in a, they're in like a town, and they're running. And the woman turns and fucking pushes the guy into a pile of shit, so he trips and falls. So the zombie fucking pounces on him, so she could get away. I'm like that was fucking beautiful. Yeah, that happens a couple times, and I think it's the same character because she tries it again in the last episode where you know it was they're tripping people to get away you know um yeah it's bad news and again because people who are wounded can turn into zombies so fast you know there's a scene where someone who's wounded they're like oh here let me help you I have to pick you up and move you we got to get away the guy's like oh you're saving me thank you and then the person who's helping them just throws them down a flight of stairs and closes the door on them because they gotta, they gotta, they gotta keep a, some sort of barrier between them and the zombie bomb that's gonna go off any second. That's gonna go off any second. And certainly, so, yeah. so folks, if you if you were fast forwarding, we've definitely passed that that point. So if yeah. you want to start listening, we'll again. stop spoiling now. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, no, there's there's some good stuff in. It, what's also interesting is loyalties in this. Mm-hmm. There's like there are people who are dominating other people, or you know, trying to you know, uh, and this maybe that's not the right term, but there's people who are controlling or holding other people. Circumstances change, and you'd think that they would be against these people, but then 
because of how bad things are. They're like, okay, they just go yeah, along with yeah. them. There's a couple of times when of these three groups that we're talking about where members of two of the groups, you know, who had previously been having a firefight get together and they're like, so are we going to have a firefight over the supplies or are we just going to split them up? And everyone's like, yeah, let's split them up, you know, or let's work together. And they just, they just switch from deadly enemies to we better work together because the margins are that slim. Or, or there, there, there's like one or once or twice, there's people who are definitely under somebody's thumb and you think, oh God, well, as soon as they get the opportunity, they're going to fucking, fucking kill them. But then they wind up changing their loyalties and they go along with them because they let them, you know, it's crazy. Loyalty switch like that, the flip of a flip of a hat, you know? Yeah, it's and it and it makes sense because it's a crisis situation. There's a yeah, there's a person who's a prisoner, but at some point they realize they're a prisoner of an incredibly heavily armed group that's very organized, and that's in their interest. You know, that's in their interest. I was also very happy that at no point during our story did the threat of rape turn up. And it would have been a really... I mean, I was expecting that because... Well, I think there was a hint that it could have happened in the house with the daughter and the mom. Oh, yes. Yes. Those those two creeps. Yes, two creeps. I, I there, agree. There was definitely... But they didn't over... There was just a, a, just a sprinkling of it, but they didn't mm-hmm. overplay it. No. And, and, and it was... Yeah. Uh, and they, certainly it wasn't, there wasn't a lot of creepy leering at the, at the, the female characters, like, you know, they're on the menu next or something. I was, you know, first of all, things are so fucked. There is no time for that shit right now. There's no time for it. So there's that going on, but also it was nice to see them jettison an overused trope, you know? Yeah. Uh, so they, they they made us aware that hey you know what these guys are creepy this could be happening this is what they're doing but then that's it then they moved on letting us know that this is here we don't need to over explain it it's just, yeah. you know this tension is there done yeah. you know and, and they also did a great job making one zombie a problem they yeah. really did a pretty one. good job one. one zombie is a problem for five people with guns you know which is crazy. Um, you know, and of and, course, and, people people were listening like, oh, fucking five of us with guns. We could have easily taken care of that, blah, blah, blah. Well, you know, you don't maybe, know. Maybe. Uh, there's a scene where somebody's trying to headshot a zombie with a high-powered rifle. But these zombies just don't stand around. They're constantly moving. in motion. They're constantly jerking and jumping around. And this person isn't a trained Marine Force Recon sniper. They're just somebody who figured out, you know, how to how to use a, a deer rifle in the last six months. And getting a headshot is not easy. And then when it's charging at them, trying to use a deer rifle for a close shot becomes problematic. Yeah, so they guns are not the answer to everything. Holy cow, they are not. Um, but you know, so I, I, I really enjoyed that the, the zombies were scary again. Um, they were intimidating. Um, certainly the opening sequence where they just do that long steady cam, almost, um, almost unbroken shot of the zombie chasing that guy. That was a beautiful beautifully established just how dangerous the zombies were, how fast they turn how relentless they are. 
but also how easily distracted they are. Yes. The moment they get another thing moving in front of their eyes, boom, off in another direction at full speed. So they 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 they, they did a real that opening sequence in the first episode of the second season reintroduces the zombie threat in a really good way. I'm very happy with that. Oh yeah, they're like they're 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 like fucking dogs. Squirrel, you know. Yeah, and they're immediately off after the next moving target, the next thing that's in motion. They're or the next thing, it. or the next thing that's louder or brighter than the current thing that they're dealing with. Yeah, because yeah. you know, you know, if it's you know whatever, you know, the noise you're chasing is ten decibels, and then you distract them with a twenty, they're going to go with that. But then if you know all of a sudden you're making twenty five, they're going to hear that and go back after you. You know, they're just going after whatever the loudest, brightest, fastest, whatever you know, you know, at the time. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know, I. <sighs> They they often have the zombies sniffing the air like animals. I presume they just have human senses. It's not like they get super zombie senses for smelling, but they they try and use their they, 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 they like they're they're very rabid doggy dog like. Well, they're they're very, they're they're very primal, mm-hmm. and um, they they're a lot like the uh, the rage plague victims of uh, twenty eight days later, except they need a headshot. Which is super annoying. Yeah. <laughs> it's super annoying. Which, which, so, creates, which creates a lot of problems. I can't think of anything bad to say about um, uh, Black Summer 2. I, I am deeply uh, you know, anticipating uh, Black Summer 3. Give me, give me more. It's, it's lovely. It's scary. It's ruthless. It's not kidding. It's not kidding. Oh no, they 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 pull no punches. It is it is just it's like the thing is like you said it's quiet, so they build so much tension just from being quiet because everybody needs to be quiet, you know, because mm-hmm. you don't want to he- they don't want to hear them, you know, um, you know, and then it's like we learn a lot about the characters too. Like um, who was the guy who was imitating the uh, the the officer? Um, Oh, Spears! Spears, we we learn a lot about that character in this in this in this in this yes. series. His secret, his whole storyline with the his shadow that's shadowing him is amazing. I was really happy with that. Um, yeah, cause, cause, because because we remember from the first season that he was captured by the military for stealing or something, and then he then he you know uh, impersonates Spears. Uh, is the officer yeah, steals the uniform with uniform. the word the name Spears on it. The Spears on it, and you know, and you know, he encounters somebody else, and you know, and I mean, it's a little DSX machina that he just happens to you know uh, have a connection. Um, spoilers, and um, but it's just, but we learn a lot more about the character, and it's like, oh, that's interesting. And then they, uh-huh. and then him and the other character have a very humorous, interesting encounter. Um, in their journey, which we're not, we're not going to talk about that, but they have an interesting encounter for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, um, yeah. it's, um, it's, it, it's really good. Those are some of the best, that those are one of the best episodes for me. And it's also one of the most linear, you know, once, once we get into Spears and Braithwaite's story, it's one of the most linear, um, oh, the jumping man. around, the jumping around gets less and less as the story solidifies almost like it's oh, a, because all a the, funnel. All- 
yeah, all yeah, all the all the pieces are coming into the, you know they're all coming down the funnel now because you know where's this, where's that, where's that connected? But as things things get narrow, so um, you know it, it gets less jumpy. Uh, but also, here's the thing that I found it I I kind of liked too was they didn't always answer everything. They didn't mm-hmm. always spoon feed everything because sometimes something happens. They're like, well, what happened to this person? We didn't need a whole fifteen minute. A montage on knowing why person X is not there anymore or where person B came from. A lot of times they just this is it. You know, they don't yeah. over they don't over explain a lot. I do want to point out something though. Um of the characters, Sun, Rose, uh Anna, her daughter, and Spears, those are sort of the four main characters from the end of the first season. There was the white guy with the beard, Lance, who Last time we see him, he was running away with like a horde of zombies after him. He's the guy in the opening sequence who's siphoning gas out of the car with the Kentucky Fried Chicken bucket. That's Lance from the first season. Oh, that's right. And I just thought, oh my God, they brought him back for that one sequence. And it's a great sequence, you know. But yeah, I I was really happy that they brought that back. It was a nice little, you know, it's like... Oh, it's one of the guys from the main season. Oh, we're going to see more of him. Mm, are you, though? Are you? And it immediately told us that this series, once again, oh, you recognize someone from last season. They must still be important. You're going to see them all season long. No. Oops. No, you're not. And it immediately made everything precarious. Do you know what I mean? Everything felt like it could be jerked away, just pulled away from you in a second, which is what I want in a zombie apocalypse. You can lose everything in the blink of an eye. And they did a great job with that. Great job. Oh, yeah. And then uh, that and just a lot of this, there was so much tension in Mm. this season. Especially, like, once they're, you know, they get to the, you know, even getting to, you know, they they get to you know they they find a you know like they find a location, they find a lodge. You know, I mean that's not going to spoil too much, um, but that whole just being in there that was an epi- that those were episodes super high tension because it was quiet, not a lot of dialogue, you know, just creepy. You know, it's like you're mm-hmm. in a large abandoned ski resort. Every it started noise. to feel. It started to feel like the freaking Overlook Hotel to me. Yeah, Do you know what I mean. Like I, it. It wasn't. It was a much more modest structure. But you know the 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 patterns of the carpet and all very felt like you're up at the Overlook Hotel in The Shining, and it just it was very uncomfortable. You know, after after that shit where they're burning furniture in earlier episodes, and then suddenly they're in a bed in a hotel. <laughs> That while it's dusty, it's not ruined. It's just an abandoned hotel that nobody's in. But you know, and you'd think, oh, it's a great place to hold up, but it's not. Yeah, because, because they're just you know, it's like like they they were make they were stressing me out being there because it's like, dude, there are so many ways in here. Now I, I assume that they were assuming that you know they're up higher, they're remote, there's less zombies, but still. You don't fucking know. Not to mention so many rooms you haven't gone in. What's waiting for you? You don't know. Behind this door. And 
Yeah, so everything is it's like, look, we're all safe in a minefield. <laughs> you know, so it was it's 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 really good, folks. Do what's, not cheat yourself. What's, uh, Go what's watch it. Behind door number one, door number two, or door number three, you know. <laughs> um and and uh you know, and then then the story because again, as, as you know, we already told you that you know the the driving factor behind the story is the airplane. So mm-hmm. uh, it does culminate with dealing with the airplane. We're not going to tell you what happens with the airplane, uh, but it does. You know, you know, it is. It is the story is driving towards that, and you know, again, um, the remnants of the various groups working towards the airplane and what happens, and again, still. Uh, lots of loyalty issues still, you know, it's, it's crazy. It's high tension. It's, it's, I think there's a lot of tension in it. Um, I said, I think the filming is good. The, the way they tell the story is very good. The different, uh, like a book and different chapters and, uh, and like, it's, it's a funnel. Like you said, it's a funnel. Um, the story broad and it starts getting more and more focused towards the end. Um, if you like if you like season one, you're gonna like season two. I, yeah. I I thoroughly thoroughly enjoyed it, and they definitely left us open for season three. Like, mm-hmm. okay, what's what's next? You know, because again, it's not that because I because uh, how far into well, if it happened in the summer and it's in the winter, so they're they're five or six months in mm-hmm. into this probably not a year or anything. It's I don't think I don't think they're that far in because. Again, Black Summer, it supposedly happened in the summer, and now, uh, well, they're going higher in the mountains, but I think it was definitely heading towards winter, you know? Yeah, they're, they're absolutely have spent, they've spent months dealing with this bullshit, and it's not getting better. No, it's definitely, you know, not, it's not getting any easier. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, again, folk, it's interesting. We like it. We highly, highly recommend it. Um, if you, like I said, if you like it, then that's, uh, you know, definitely watch, definitely watch it. If you have Netflix or steal somebody's Netflix, you know, oh, yeah. <laughs> to watch it. Uh, so yeah, I think that's, I think that's all we could really talk about this without before like, we start spoiling every even more, sequence. you know? Yeah. We, yeah. we, we told a couple of little things here and there, but nothing to, there's still so, so much, uh, yeah. to tell. So that's what we're going to talk about, about blacks number two. So it both, we, you know, we both give it a, you know, you know, I we two mushroom clouds up, you know, one for yeah. each of us. Um, yeah, this is this is uh, this is what you were hoping for in a uh, a good post apocalyptic desperate survival. Yeah, desperate and, and even zombie. You know, again, even though I think at this point the zombie uh, zombies have been overplayed at this point, uh, they do a good job in in, mm-hmm. in, in, in keeping it fresh. They make us forget how overplayed zombies were. Yeah, zombies yeah. fresh, right? You know, especially <laughs> after our last, uh, our our last zombie disappointment with uh, you know um, Peninsula. You know. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Because we went from you know Train to Busan, which was excellent, to mm-hmm. Peninsula, and that's the last zombie thing I saw was Peninsula before Black Summer. You know, so. Oof. Yeah, so it, it's definitely good. So uh, that's going to be it for tonight, folks. <clears throat> so, uh, you know, we're still, you know, we're going to work our little brains to see what uh, we're going to come up with next for some more episodes. I said we're definitely going to do another off-topic because I think we have enough uh, miscellaneous 
uh, little things to, to talk about. Stuff that's coming out. Stuff weird. that's coming out and uh, you know, <laughs> movies, definitely a lot of movies, TV shows that we're seeing. Um, well, speaking of, uh, we're going to have to check out Why the Last Man, speaking of apocalypses. Oh, yeah, yeah. Isn't that on... Uh, What's FX? that, Hulu? Is it, uh, it not, is it on Hulu? I think that's where I've got it available through is Hulu. Uh, I never read the comic book when it came out, but it was always intriguing to me as an apocalypse. I think I've read. I think I read a handful of of them that way back. It when. reminded me a little bit of uh, Children of Men, you know, as sort of a kind of an infertility, I guess, apocalypse where you know we've well, we've pranged we've pranged the reproduction reproductive cycle and it's not going well. Well, let's save it. Yep, exactly. So, all right, folks. So uh, yeah, next episode we're going to do an off-topic, and then uh, we'll uh, think hard on. Uh, what else we could do? Um, you know, there's probably some stuff we could watch, like uh, some more movies. Again, I find movies and TV shows are better for me because I just don't have the time to sit down and reread books any, you know, anymore. Because there's so many books that I've read that are so awesome and we need to cover. You know, I mean, I may just have to try to work some of them in, you know, so we could re- do a good review on them. So, all right, folks. So uh, that's going to be it for this episode. As always, thank you for. Uh, joining us. We hope you enjoyed your time with us and uh, we'll see you in the wastelands. Have a good night. If you enjoy the content we produce, please consider supporting us with a cup of coffee. Go to ko-fi.com slash p-c-a-g-z for more details. Keep up to date with us by visiting podcast at groundzero.com and subscribe to the blog via email.